Genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, one rapidly approaching fireball at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. <laughs> I'm Norman Mitchell. And joining us for the final time this week, uh, Nick and Menace. Hello. Yeah, the final time. Yeah. Though, I mean, if you want to come back for this movie, this movie's really long. So. Yeah, there's a whole lot of minutes. <laughs> I'm sure we can find another opening. Oh, cool. That's cool. I can pick my other favorite moments. Yeah. Like Legolas sliding down that dead elephant. <laughs> Still only counts as one. Uh, so today... <laughs> the time those ghosts ate that elephant. <laughs> I'm sensing a theme. They should have left it sure. with just bones. Like all the meat should have just came off the elephant. No, that's, that's upsetting. <laughs> it's just, just like, in, like in like a second like and a half and then there's just a big like old elephant skeleton. <laughs> the bones like collapse. Yeah. <laughs> Like, picked dry and clean. Oh my god, there's like, like some like... cartoon lions in there. Yeah. <laughs> like two little lion skeletons just inside. No! <laughs> oh my god. Some people. You're saying upsetting things on Monday and Friday. Uh, At least you bookended my week. Yeah. Oh god. Okay, so today <laughs> we're talking about minute 15, which starts with Saruman saying, You're all going to die. Um. <laughs> It's so I remember it, it, every every line has been so like beautiful and prose and you know like the way and then you're all gonna die. It's mm-hmm. always so jarring. You can it's really when you know Saruman's out of cards. Yeah, and it ends with uh, Saruman casting fireball uh, at Gandalf. Everyone has to roll for initiative. You started the combat, right? Roll that reflex save, take half damage. <laughs> yep. I have no use for it. Just reminds me of an old, uh, like, nerdy t-shirt design, which was just Jesus saves and takes half damage. Oh, my God. So, off mic, you were talking about the last still. Let's just go out of order. Yeah, the, um, the very last frame of this shot where you can see the fireball coming down off Orthanc. Mm-hmm. Like, the fireball is really tiny, but it it's framed almost like it's the eye of Sauron up at the top of the tower. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Which I think is kind of interesting and almost certainly totally done on purpose. I like that we get an angle of this model, the miniature that we really haven't seen before in that yeah. last shot. Yeah, because we've seen like zoom ups and zoom downs and around it. Yeah. But we haven't seen like a close up high angle shot like this really in the yeah. movies. It's such a beautiful miniature. Mm-hmm. It is. The uh, It's like 15 feet tall or something like that. Oh, man. <clears throat> yeah, if they ever do like exhibits or something of like showcases of props or miniatures like seeing this in, in real life would be pretty crazy i mean th- and this is one of the smaller ones yeah oh man which is kind of mind-boggling where does that door oh, yeah, in I mean, the middle of the shot go i don't know maybe if like a if a nazgul wants to fly in oh no that's that's probably the balcony that him and warm tongue are standing on in the last movie oh, when shoot. they see the army yeah you're right that's true oh that great moment yeah where Saruman looks out over his, his army. Yeah. Kind of the opposite of this moment. Yep. Yes. Very much so. It's the height of his power. Now he's at the lowest point. Yeah. yeah. 
even though he's and just a sad old wizard in a swamp. Right. <laughs> there, there wasn't a forest here yesterday. There's a forest swamp. here today. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like a hair regrowth thing. Like the forest just came back. <laughs> oh my god! It's like just for men. Rogaine. That's what I was trying to think of. <laughs> I wouldn't mind it. It's a new forest just started popping up. That'd be crazy. Right. But yeah, this uh, this this whole deal with uh, with Saruman. He uses the word doom, mm-hmm. and again, I think it's being intended to be uh, destiny. Otherwise, what he immediately says would be redundant because he ends mm-hmm. a statement with doom and then immediately ends a statement with death. Like talking about the same person going to doom and then going to death. That's funny. We talked about doom earlier this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I I think he's using doom to mean destiny again in that in the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Because More than like destruction or death. Yeah, and then he clarifies like you've the path you've put it on will lead, put him on will lead him to his death. Is he just oh, using? God. But can he also just be using doom as like the proper noun referring to the mountain? Sure. I mean, I guess, but I don't really think that's what the dialogue implies. Okay, fair. Fair enough. Although it is technically correct in that respect. That's true. I like how in uh, I like how in Gimli says like Dude, just put an arrow in him. Legolas is like, okay, just <laughs> just stick one in his gob. Right. Yeah. Got it. Legolas is like, oh yeah. Sure. I could what do that, couldn't I? Because I'm awesome. Even though you know, right. I don't think you could possibly shoot an arrow that high that accurately. But if there's anyone who could, it's that elf. It's this elf boy. Yeah. It would like bing its way up every little cranny up upward. <laughs> just just ricochets up and then it hits yeah. the top of one of those peaks, goes around uh, all four of them and then hits Saruman. Oh my god. <laughs> just, he hits the- like the camera is strapped to the arrow and you follow it all the way up and around. <laughs> that's so dumb. I mean, that's, that's basically what was happening in the third Hobbit movie. Yeah. Yeah. There's no there's gratuitous action shots. Yeah. Video game physics everywhere. Yep. <clears throat> it's like when the DM's not making you roll for anything. It's like, yeah, sure, you freaking jump across the thing. <laughs> yeah. You don't even have to roll for it. Can I jump between the falling rocks? Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, whatever. Screw yeah, it. I shoot the elephant. You kill the elephant. The elephant's dead. We're, we're here to have fun. <laughs> Power fantasy, wish fulfillment. Yeah, go for it. Go nuts. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you hop on the shitty skateboard down, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I can do that in Breath of the Wild, so whatever. Video game. Video game. Sure. You literally shield surf wherever you want in that game. Oh, that's cool. If, if there's a hill or an incline, you can ride your shield <clears throat> down it. Like Alyssa did oh. first. And, uh, and Zelda's in the new one, right? Like she's going to be like a playable character? Maybe. Maybe. We don't know yet. We don't know a lot of details. She, she should like, uh, what's that thing where you can be on a lake and you're like on a, like skiing, like water skiing? Because <laughs> there's two of them now. Yeah, she can like be she can be tied to the tied to the horse shaped motorcycle that Link rides and just like jet skiing yeah. behind it on a shield. Yeah, perfect. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! It's like jumping little hills in Hyrule. Oh my god, <clears throat> that's my Princess Zelda. And when she like she flips in the air and fires an arrow at something and then lands perfectly. And then she does a shaka bra. Yeah, <laughs> looks right at the camera. Flips her yeah. hair. Yeah, hang hang loose, Hyrule. Link and Zelda do the woogity woogity. Oh my god. All right. <laughs> it's like Brink. Just looking at Zelda Brink. I was thinking Rocket Power. Just like straight oh, out. Sure. I yeah. mean, that's the same. It's the same concept. Yeah. Different same sports. vibe. Yeah. yeah. Brink. Oh my god. I haven't thought about that in a while. It's been a hot minute. 
Thanks, Disney. Do you guys, do you wish that Saruman had like a proper, like, you know, there's so much story to get through and this ultimately, you know, this isn't, I mean, it kind of goes back to like that aborted uh, Aragon or Aragorn Sar- Sauron fight scene, you know, mm-hmm. where it, it's not the kind of story. Like, you you know, it's not about like battles and fights and revenge, but there is part of me that's like, ah, oh, Saruman and Gandalf, like, yeah. that's, that's, there's kind of anticlimactic. I think the... Because the whole point of of Gandalf the White is that like he's kind of proven himself worthy already. Yeah, he doesn't have anything to prove. That's a good point. Yeah, and the and you know the the archangels have given Gandalf the power they originally gave to Saruman. They're just like, yeah, here you go. Mm. Saruman's not going to have this anymore. He's got his own power now, but ours is way cooler. The Valar, Norman. They're archangels. The <laughs> but yeah, the Valar. <laughs> Jesus calls upon you again, Gandalf. <laughs> Yep. Plus, we kind of got that whole, like, Gandalf versus the Balrog thing last movie, which... That's true. I'm not yeah. really a fan of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not, he's not, he's not John Wick. He's not an action hero. Yeah. He's, he's no Keanu Reeves. <laughs> That's no. what we're trying to say. But someday he will be. Just Keanu Reeves as Gandalf. Yeah. In the inevitable remix. When he's, like, 80. Yeah. The same. It still hasn't aged. <laughs> They're just like, we just, they just put a great wig on him. Oh, Keanu Reeves, he's so handsome. Like, we're all old. It's just like, how old are you, Keanu? 145. 145. It's just like, wait, that's that's older than your birth certificate. I mean, uh, whatever that says, yeah. <laughs> that's, you didn't hear anything. Fly, you fools. <laughs> just, just Keanu Reeves saying fly, you fools in the, in the, the Bill voice. Um, fly, you fools! Because we're we're talking about Keanu Reeves, and you brought up the point that the Matrix came out like three years before this. Mm -hmm. Um, who would you want Keanu Reeves to have played in these movies if you could cast Keanu Reeves as anybody in this trilogy? Oh man, that's a big question. (laughs) Um. I mean, I honestly think he could have been a good Aragorn. I mean, we, you would lose some of the... He's a little bit more elf-like, so I guess he could have been Elrond. Um, also, like, you know, knowing knowing now that he he's played several great villains in some really underrated movies, he would be a really great, like, Denethor. Mm. I think Keanu Reeves, like, 2019 Keanu Reeves could be Denethor, but, like... Oh, that's true. It would be 20... Would no, be he'd be Legolas. Yeah. Like, if he was cast in these movies then, he'd be Legolas. Oh. Yeah, he'd oh, Legolas, yeah. Or, like... Uh, um, Faramir. Yeah, something like that. I don't know, he seems like an seems like an elf to me for some reason. Yeah, Haldir. Yeah, yeah, Haldir. I can see that. He doesn't have to do a whole lot. His character is a little flat. He just stands there and looks pretty. He gets to awkwardly get hugged by Viggo Mortensen. Just you know, he was supposed to be uh, Liv Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you know, Keanu Reeves acting is like at the time was pretty wooden, but I mean, for the Matrix trilogies, it works because. He's supposed to be a guy just shocked by everything he's seeing all the time. I don't know. There's some good Keanu performances, I think. Yeah, uh, there definitely are. I mean, I, I actually think overall that like the, the Bill and Ted movies are underrated by people because they haven't seen them in forever and they came out in the 80s. Oh, for sure. But uh, that first one's pretty great. Also George Carlin, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go back and watch those movies. There's a third one coming. Right? Yeah. And, you know, Keanu looks the same, and so does Alex Winter. I guess... Uh... 
I guess, you know, I guess thinking about it more just watch, I do kind of like, it, it kind of says a lot about Tolkien that this is where he sees the life that Saruman led ends up. Like, this is what you do when you put all of your faith in, like, cold industry and, like, the advance of war and not the the the, per, the preservation of nature and life. You end up, like, alone in a swamp, like, yelling at people right. about to die. In, uh, in an ivory tower, although it's, it's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Obsidian. Yeah. Ebony. It's an ebony yeah. tower. Well, he, like. Yeah. He, um, oh, no, go Because in the, in the books, I haven't looked at them in the wild, but, like, the scouring of the Shire thing, like. He gets his ass kicked by hobbits. I mean, like, yeah. he, he ruins the Shire, but then, like, they fight back. and Yeah, because that that's what happens when you just ruin everything around you. Yeah. The people whose lives you've affected eventually will gang up on you and corner you. So, Norman, in the context of this movie as it exists in the extended edition, would you still have wanted the scouring of the Shire after those seven endings? It would have been the greatest prank in the audience. <laughs> In cinema history, if there was another fight scene after all that. I mean, yeah, part of me, yeah. Like, there, there's some part of me that's just I always wanted to to see the scouring of Shire because I think that the context of how Wormtongue winds up kind of stabbing Saruman uh, matters a little more, kind of, in the context of the scouring of the Shire. Does it, though? Like, I mean, we'll talk about it next week. Uh, instead of just this, instead of this kind of moment it builds up to... Uh, with all of this because, and I mean, yeah, we'll get into it more, but the, the way that it's built up to into this, it gives Wormtongue like more credit as a character and with his past than like the books do. Mm-hmm. This moment does? Yeah. What, what or this leads into with Wormtongue. Next week. Yeah. Because I, I think, uh, like Theoden specifically is like asking him to come back to Rohan. Like you were a man of Rohan once. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which implies that there was once good in Wormtongue. Right. Right. Well, I don't want to get yeah, too we're, much. We're not going to get too far into that, I guess. Yeah. But uh, so some of the, I have a note about some of this stuff with, with Gandalf and, and more specifically Saruman, I guess. The the wind blowing all around him. You can see it getting in his face and mm-hmm. his beard kind of flips up and stuff. So all that dialogue was shot initially and then in pickups and initially shot outside. Yeah. With the wind actually blowing. And then they had to match the way the wind was blowing in a studio with a bunch of fans for the pickups. Oh, God. They did pickups in studio. So they had to match natural wind in the studio. What? Wow. Yeah. That's stupid. Yep. <laughs> because the, the sky was just nice and relatively clear and blue mm-hmm. when they shot the scene. And they're just like, well, we got to replicate this in studio. Wow. We got to do the wind. All right. Why didn't they just reshoot the whole thing in studio? I don't know. But they wanted to add, like, some of the stuff that, like, kind of implies that he knows about Denethor and all that sort of stuff. Oh. And then they wound up not using it. Like, they did pickups for this, and then they Jesus. just didn't use it. Wow. Just frilly complains about delivering lines with hair blowing in his face and everyone laughing. <laughs> while he's trying to, you know, act. Be menacing. Be menacing because yeah. he's Saruman. You're all going to die. Just, <laughs> I think I swallowed some beard hair. <laughs> So yeah, that's a that's the thing that went on around all this. It's just trying to match natural wind in studio with some fans to shots you already have. It works. Yeah, I can't tell where the where the studio shots are. Yeah, damn. Maybe if it was blown up to like on a seventy inch HD TV, I might notice. But we're watching it on a laptop screen. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, I I can't tell. Well, <clears throat> did we have anything else to close out this week? I don't. I don't really think so. I think I I think I said my my piece. <laughs> <laughs> Good, bringing it back. <laughs> what about you, Nick? Anything else? I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, the idea of being able to come on here again uh, is exciting because it, it is a long movie. But I mean, yeah, it's it's Lord of the Rings. I mean, this was. I remember sitting down and watching this for the first time with my dad and, and one of my best friends and kind of knowing like wow this is as a lover of film this is kind of a moment in history that doesn't happen very often mm-hmm. of of we were all together in watching this story end like the the world and mm-hmm. it it, it kind of happens every five years now you know like in a, a big avengers type movie but at the time this was like i don't I remember being like wow this is like could be bigger than star wars mm-hmm. and Do you- yeah i'm proud of these movies i'm proud I, I i my my love of these movies hasn't hasn't dwindled with age like a lot of stuff yeah, for sure. Like the success of this and Harry Potter, I think, is what ultimately led to kind of the MCU plan. Sure. Yeah. Our modern age of blockbusters that we've now seen become even bigger and stranger than, you know, we could have imagined. And who knows where we're going? Right. Who knows what's going to happen? I mean, the, eventually there'll be a a reactionary movement to go back to totally standalone, like short form films, probably like shorter. We'll see. I mean, yeah, I mean, the pendulum does tend to swing to and fro pretty consistently. Yeah. But it's probably not for another like 10 years, probably. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Because it has to bust first. And we're, we're still living inside the supernova where like there's no end in sight. And studios continually try to adapt like more and more young adult fiction. Mm-hmm. Like and the more books that they try to kind of directly adapt, the longer we're going to kind of be in this bubble. Yeah. Well, it depends on if they adapt, choose to adapt like a one off book. I mean, most young adult fiction is not a one off book. At least most of the stuff that I hear about anyway. Yeah, that's fair. Like, in general, it's at least a trilogy. I mean, studios want to invest in a series. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so do publishers, really. What were you going to say? Oh, no, just like, yeah, like, uh, whereas, I I guess the only exception would be stuff like Fault in Our Stars, but those are like genre romances and not like, oh, a story. God, can you imagine, like, a romance story like that that's like a series of books being adapted? (laughs) 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 Boom. But I mean, like, with specifically, like, The Fault in Our Stars, where oh, like every, grounded. every yeah. book in the trilogy is, like, really grounded, but something horrifically sad happens in every single Oh, one. okay. I thought you meant, like, a trilogy of just, like, kids going to high school being in love. Uh, that kind oh. of no, I mean, like, 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 Fault in Our Stars, like, we're both cancer patients. Here's a trilogy of this, no, this romance. No, I don't want that. Yeah, it I... sounds like, uh, it sounds like it would be, like, four, each of them would be four hours long, and they would be from, like, Jerusalem. Or like another, you know, like like France, like a country. Like, oh, that's probably the greatest movie ever made, but I'm never going to watch. Just, I have no interest in that. Just it, it, not for me. I saw Fault in Our Stars. It made me cry. Yep. I'm done. And that's that. <laughs> never again. Just, I never need to see that movie again. <laughs> well, thanks for uh, hanging out with us this week, Nick. Yeah, like Mary and Pippin. Yeah. Eating Just salted chilling. pork. I wish. Eating raw bacon. Eating raw bacon, smoking tobacco on a hill with my best friend. <laughs> Throwing back a couple of cold ones. There's a tree in the background. <laughs> like Mary is like or yeah, Mary is like drinking the beer out of a big old soup cup. Yep. <laughs> Whereas Pippin has found a stein. You gotta somewhere. do with what you got, man. Like Pippin found the stein and he's like, Mine. This is this I claim is dibs. My stein. Ah. Uh. 
So we're all from the website duelinggenre.com. Check us yes. out there. Check out our various projects and such. Um, and also check out moviesbyminutes.com, which grows like a virus every day. <laughs> the expansion. So, it's, a, it's a veritable... What's the, what's the word I'm looking at? It's a veritable plague of, oh. <laughs> of content. It's just... yeah. Yes. Soon we shall take over. Um, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, and we'll be back on Monday with uh, the resolution of this fireball. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what Gandalf rolls wonder, on his save. Right? Is Saruman okay? Find out. <laughs> Find out next week. Same, same Hobbit time, same Hobbit channel. Bye. Bye.